Welcome to season three of the Never Going Pro podcast by Dads Inside Riding Trainers featuring GC Coaching. It's a podcast about riding bikes and parenthood and trying really, really hard at both. I am unfortunately your host this week, Chris Gorney. I don't have a cool animal-themed nickname like the Badger. Um, <laughs> and with me is Shane Gaffney, founder of GC Coaching. Hello. There's Shane and myself, Chris Gorney, fellow dirt teammate, passionate cyclist, outstanding dad. Yes, I'm That's self- just weird to call yourself. Gradually, I'm self-congratulating myself <laughs> on that. I'm just reading Badger's intro. That's what I'm doing. Uh, and then it says, parentheses, pause, Chris, say hi. Hi. Hi, Chris. Um, so we're going to take a couple minutes to catch up with the crew before getting to our week's topic. Uh, Badger is doing some sort of lion training, lion taming. <laughs> he was unsure which animal from the wizard of Oz it was named after, but it is some sort of HR conflict resolution training. Is that yeah. what he's doing? Lion taming, lion taming. Yeah. That's bear, bear catching unsure, but that's what he's doing. Uh, Shane, what's going on, man? Nothing since two weeks ago, had a wedding last weekend, which is really, really bizarre. You just got married. I just got married for the second time. Yep, she's a great girl. <laughs> same, same person. Same person twice. No, it's weird, dude. We had like a hundred people in the same room, and I haven't had that experience since what February 2020. It was very, yeah. very strange, very bizarre to hear more than one voice in the same room as me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it was also really refreshing too. In the same way, sure. we're kind of getting back to some sense of normalcy. Uh, but yeah, that's about it for me, man. What about you? Uh, man, I can't even believe it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm fine. You know, kind of the same story minus the wedding. Things are returning a little bit back to normal. Um, we are fortunate enough to both be fully vaccinated. We mm-hmm. um, had some family visit, which is insane. But the big news is we began sleep training our four-month-old, which uh, right now he's five days into sleep training, which is kind of code for letting him cry it out. A nicer way of saying <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, it's not as it's not as quite as heartless <laughs> as that. But uh, four for five so far. Last night was bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the previous four nights, it was like, why on earth did we wait so long? Because I had like the best four nights of sleep since he was born. That's great, man. Yeah, so we're surviving. Um, and if people hear some um, chuckling in the background, it's because we have a special guest today. Jason Mutchler, not Mulchler, which is what the Badger says, as in like a bunch of wood product, Mulchler, but it's Jason Mutchler, uh, and he is our special guest. Say hello, Jason. Hello, everybody. So Jason, this is what's Jason. Going on with you, um, man. It's been a crazy couple years with you, <laughs> the last year especially. But no, my wife. We just split up again. She's in the military still actively, so she's down in Mississippi doing a training for the next six weeks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just me and the two little ones again. And split up doesn't mean divorce. Split up just means... Oh, we're just apart. Just apart. Um, <laughs> like, she'll go, like, TDY or something like that. She was in UAE for six months over COVID. Right. Oh, crazy. This year. So, she just got home in October, and now she's heading out again, and then we'll find out if we're moving. Yep. Wow. In the weird. next month or so. Where would you guys have any idea if you did move where you'd go? Because you're in a pretty sweet spot right now. Yeah, we really wanted to be here. Um, we're in basically Boise, Idaho. Um, not, not too shabby. No, not at all. Uh, when it comes to her PCSing, it'll either be they 100% just tell us where to go or they let us fill out a five 
base list and then they still just tell us where to go <laughs> they just try to make you they just try to make you feel good about it is like, i've, yeah, I've never yeah. cared you know i've been doing this since 2000 just moving all over the place every few years and so i just don't i can find that you can put drop me anywhere i can mm-hmm. find the people that are my people and <laughs> the things yep. i like it, it really doesn't matter yeah that's a I cool mean, skill to have for sure yeah that's a good, that's a good uh, lesson in contentment and, and values. Yeah. What really matters, well, matters. My, my Zwift setup goes anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about your family. Screw them. Right. I'm talking about your Zwift setup. <laughs> well, so for people who don't know, Jason uh, Muchler is a well-known name in the dirt circle. He's a well-known name in the Zwift circle. He's got a crazy story um, that you can Google and read about uh, all kinds of places online. Yep. Um, we were talking about him being a distinguished serviceman, but we actually are having him on today to talk about his distinguished Zwift career, uh, which <laughs> is cer- certainly, uh, worth talking about. So today's topic, um, if we have one is called is it, going, yeah, yeah it, we have a topic. Uh, it's called going to the dark place. Well, you're going and also the Alp place. de Pizza, which is yeah, well, that's part of Jason's it. most proud accomplishment. It is, yeah. <laughs> above his, his children, above was cool. his, his children above was, his... were okay. His marriage is ah. all right. Yeah, medals, I've updated marriage, the kids. resume. Yeah. Top, it's above your name on the resume, in fact. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to the dark place. And the best way to talk about going to the dark place, if you don't know what that is, you'll figure it out through context, is Alp de Pizza. So will you tell us, Jason, um, what Alp de Pizza is? why it matters and why you made oh, the badger look like a child, so ridiculous. a prepubescent <laughs> little child. <laughs> well, yeah. Alpdu pizza is a really strange thing, especially with, with Ken badger and myself, we were one of the, I mean, he was an originator of the dirt team. Um, I came in when there was about 100 people in dirt, never have heard of the team, just kind of was lucky in this one. I was like, Hey, I'm a dad inside trying to figure this out. So we trainer, both, one could say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Ken and I were both avid streamers right off the bat, trying to bring some awareness to dirt. So we were streaming our races and silly things like drag racing on Zwift and, uh, uh, what did we do? Really, really bored dad things. Yeah. Just, they were horrible things. We, we, I think we developed the first practice video of the idea of doing team time trials on Zwift. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, but anyway, he, Ken had decided to do this thing out through pizza. And I think I was doing ragbri at the time. So I couldn't even be involved with it. Ragbri is riding again, riding across Iowa. That's not the, that's not the acronym, but that's what it is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know what the acronym means. Is and I'm from Iowa. Across Iowa? Ragbri? <laughs> no, we're no, going to get a lot of no messages. It, we're going to get a lot of messages. You ride it, from one side to the other side of Iowa. It's called Ragbri. Yeah. You always dip. You're supposed to dip your back wheel into the river at the beginning. And then you dip your front wheel on the river on the other side of Iowa at the end. Somebody, somebody message us and tell us what a rag price stands for. Yeah. It's also our fourth <laughs> acronym we've used so far in this podcast. So it's pretty good. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So keep Uh-oh. going. Uh, Alp to Zwift. Alp to Pizza. But yeah, so he did it. And oh, here comes my daughter. Um, but yeah, so it's basically just an attempt to go from the bottom of Alp to Zwift to the top. 
all while eating one <clears throat> large cheese pizza from Domino's and only being allowed to drink Mountain <laughs> Dew wow. and try to do it in under an hour because that was also a dirt thing. We kept having rides where we were trying to get people that magic under one hour thing. Right. With effort. And yeah. at that point, Ken was in probably some of the best shape he has ever been in Watts per kilo. Mm -hmm. And so he had a really good chance to, to get up there, but he is quite a small guy. Well, and I appreciate, I appreciate that you got to him. <laughs> I appreciate that you just preface that he was in the best shape he's ever been in. So that now when we find out later that you beat his time by like 10 minutes, it makes him oh. look even sillier. So that's good. So Alpta Zwift, uh, again, for people who've not ridden it, it's a uh, attempt at Zwift by mimicking the turns of Alpe d'Huez, famous, famous climb often seen. It's actually a one-to-one -one perfect um, is it really? It it's is. that good? It's it's actually perfect. Yeah, oh, I know the guy who developed it, and it's it's literally like a perfect. Uh, okay, so it's not an attempt. It's Swift. Swift apparently nailing it. Yeah. Uh, how many turns is it? 21. 20, 21 20, turns. 21, 22, 21. Okay, so you climb this in under an hour, trying to beat Ken while eating a large Domino's pizza and drinking Mountain Dew. Is that true? Did you drink the Mountain Dew? I did. I drank about half the two liter. That's crazy. Which, which we found out last podcast when we were talking about having you come on that the, uh, the uh, Mountain Dew thing from Badger was actually false. Urban legend. He did not do that. That's true. So you actually one upped him. Twice. Twice. He did time. Well, yeah. time <laughs> what, what's the deal with the Domino? Why does that have to be Domino's pizza? Is there a marketable actually, difference? I didn't. I didn't know anything about this. I'll be honest. I eat a ton of pizza, but I don't buy. I, I don't buy. This is just pizza. a normal ride. You just, you just, you accidentally, you accidentally <laughs> did this. You just did it one day and realized you did it. Well, I, I do all my rides pretty well fasted, but I'm constantly like making a pizza after one of my rides for Shane. For me, it, it's, I never had pizza for, from you. Well, no, like I end up burning two, three thousand calories every yeah. <laughs> training ride that you give me. So, um, no, yeah, I guess it's just what Ken had decided to do because it's repeatable. Yeah. Because I wanted to sure. just have homemade pizza, but then, you know, then you get into a question of, yeah, I don't know, people well, think got, we're yeah, cheating. Yeah, Someone's not eating the right amount. Objective yeah. metrics. If we're going to use anything as a metric of success, we want to use the quality and consistency of Domino's pizza. Yeah. I have okay, not so, had Domino's in at least three years. Oh and that was the first time I'd have Domino's. I really, years. I really, I really wish somebody would have asked you why you were buying this large pizza at Domino's. So you guys having a party tonight? <laughs> no, I'm going to go get on my bike and spandex and try to not vomit. Yeah. It was, Just, it was 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> when I went to get it. And I had the first my pizza bib, of the day. I had my bib shorts on already and my socks. And I went in, but I they're had just, a hoodie on. And they're, they're just, just like, what, this, what guy is this guy is ridiculous. Who's, who's, just, <laughs> they have no idea. Just the first pizza we've made. Uh, this guy awesome. looks like he's going or coming somewhere. That Okay, so how did it go? So you, I mean, so basically the 21 turns means you're going pretty much max effort, at least threshold for nearly an hour. Um, I, I believe if you want to make it in an hour, the magic number is 3.3 watts per kilo. 3.3 I think that's correct too. Yep. Okay. So you, so you, beat, you beat that. Well, yeah. 
I, 40, I, what was your time? 40, 48 minutes? 40, 4833. 4833. That's, that's impressive. Which beat my per- previous PR by about 12 seconds. So that was the first time I've actually like went hard up up to Zwift when it's not after Uber pretzel or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> and, but you ate a pizza. So you beat your PR, but you ate a pizza. That's amazing. So yeah. how did it go? Like what was, did you have a strategy? <laughs> did you throw up? What did your stomach feel like? Give us the, um, uh, give us the insight and take here. I did have a pretty good strategy. I thought, uh, because of the kind of training I'd been doing with Shane, one hour efforts were kind of my bread and butter at the time Hmm. because we were doing so many three and a half, four hour rides and then 44 minute TTTs. Hmm. So I was used to these extremely hard efforts, but also just had the longevity for days. Um, so the idea was kind of just come in and I did it by heart rate. I was like, as long as I can get up to a zone that I'm comfortable with, I'll just hold this power. I was thinking I'd be around 270 watts. Okay. So 270 for an hour. What did you actually hit? I think it was 293. For an hour. For an hour. Yeah. Everyone out there whose FTP is below that is going, oh, suck. Well, this also came at the end of gosh shane would know better but basically my ftp hadn't moved in like a year and a half but i'm so new to cycling that we were really building you know time to exertion and just learn teaching the body how to suffer and then rebuild and i had just had a huge ftp bump in january right and so this kind of effort i kind of knew i could go sub hour fairly simply so what did, what did it feel like was this just something that you did and it was easy or were you was there moments where you were like oh no this isn't i gotta get a bucket um the whole thing actually ended up feeling i was so nervous for this i was more nervous for this silly event than i've been for like any other thing <laughs> that amazing. i've done on zwift Um, but once we started going, I honestly felt so good right off the bat. Wow. And I think it was the euphoria of, there were so many dirt people that did show up. Sure. Um, Domino's pizza, you know, the, you know, I was going to enjoy some pizza. My wife, my wife was there. She was cycling in the event and beside me also eating pizza. Yeah, no, (laughs) she She was eating ice cream. It was different. (laughs) I got an extra pizza. She had had pizza before the ride. Okay, good. Um, But no, I I honestly just felt amazing that it was going so well. I was so comfortable at given heart rate. And then the last two-ish turns Mm. came. Yeah. And that was a point where I I was a little worried I was going to have to stop because I was starting to do, I was like, oh, well, Shane and I, we work on so much standing. I haven't stood this whole ride. So I'll stand and just do some work. And that just mm, immediately gave me cramps in my stomach. Yeah, don't get And up. so I got down and then it was just a try not to look too terrible on the stream because I was just dealing, dealing with cramps. And I was like, well, I've got to spin faster and just get this done. Well, peer pressure is an amazing thing. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
keep the fans keep, keep it going it would have been great to see you vomit on the stream i'm going to be honest it would have been pretty awesome yeah. but but you know it's, it's, an, ama- it's an amazing effort um well, I, uh, can we talk a little bit about time to exhaustion because we've said it we've said tte a couple times now tte are fifth and T-T-E. sixth acronyms so tte time to exhaustion tte is time to exhaustion yeah so jason's ftp sixth acronym is about 315 watts roughly right now but his time to exhaustion is about 36 to 37 minutes so we knew or and he actually knew just based on feel if he set it for his ftp so say he said he tried to do 315 watts for the entire effort he would blow up at about 37 minutes into it and Mm -hmm. really suffer so he naturally reduced his effort to 293 and he was able to sustain that for the full no. 48 minutes. Wow. So that's a pretty common misconception where FTP is your one hour power. And that is false. That's false, false, false. Yeah. <laughs> People need to stop saying that because FTP is really FTP and TTE are two very different things. So. So just to be clear, yeah. FT, FTP is your hour power. Yeah, exactly. Okay, no good. FTP. I just want to share yeah, the show that I was listening. Power. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was showing. I was just want to share. No, I mean that that's amazing. That's I even that it's amazing that just lowering your watts, 20 watts allows you to go, you know, essentially an extra 15 minutes at the same power. What's well, amazing the same effort. Like, yeah. Once you exceed FTP, I mean, how quickly do you fatigue? Even if it's for 5 minutes at 105% FTP, you do that a couple of times and you're pretty tired after that effort. So I can attest right. to that. You know, it's amazing how quickly the body becomes fatigued after you exceed that threshold. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I also <clears throat> like Jason too. You had an interesting way of consuming the food. Oh, so can you As talk the, to us what other, about that? The, okay. So there's some so, dad, there's some jokes in there. Uh, different. Yeah. Way. Keep going. Um, like I said, I'm an avid pizza eater. I'll be honest, most of the time I don't eat the crust on pizza just because it's tough, it's uh, harder. I, and I, I hate, make all I, my I hate people like I you. make I make homemade pizza too. <laughs> so the ends of like it's on a stone brick yeah. usually is kind of charred up. So I usually don't eat it. So that's the best anyway, part. I, was, I don't I don't I get it. This is gonna be my moment to air my grievance <laughs> for 30 plus years. People who don't eat the crust, what I think that's the best part. Like you're see, just but then I marry away. I'm I married somebody who just wants the crust. Okay. Mm. So, so I just hand that off to her. You were on the line. You're like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if do? this marriage is going to work out. And then she's like, I'm a crust eater. You're like, okay, we're in. Like, this is pretty sufficient. Like, <laughs> I'm in. Done. That's Sign it. the papers. <laughs> um, that's how I knew it. I knew no, you so, your mother. So I, I saw this pizza. I brought it home and opened it. I was like, oh my God, there's no way I can eat this consistently like by the time i finish a slice and the crust i'll be on the next switchback which means i'll have to have another slice because i cut it up into 21 pieces oh interesting okay and i was like there's just no way and from training with shane i can also tell there was anytime i eat i can't breathe um i can't breathe out of my nose and uh so anytime i eat or drink my yeah i cannot breathe through my nose uh, like, um, like, like biologically, you can't do that. My right one is completely shut down and I have 35% airway in my left one. Got it. 
I like so that my all heart these rate. De- all these details are just making Badger's effort. Look worse worse. <laughs> <laughs> also, I couldn't breathe through my nose. He had the- I was also underwater. He had the I've, flu. I've learned how to like kind of with Shane and in, in training that, that I will eat, but I mostly have like Gatorade and then maybe a goo here or there, but I don't usually chew food. Um, I like how these details keep coming out and it's just really subtle things. Like every time I ate it, every time I ate one of these 21 pieces of pizza, I stopped breathing. <laughs> okay, so keep, keep the going. idea was to just shove pizza in and just finish the pizza part, leaving the crust. Okay. Um, until Dutch corner. Cause I knew Which I is could, turn if I can turn seven, seven, okay. turn seven. Yeah. The, the really orange, it's a party. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had an entire large pizza minus the crust minus the crust by turn seven. That's pretty crazy. Yes. That's, that's, that's eating quickly. And then and, the, and, bre- and was... breathing infrequently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was 140 degrees in the garage. No, that wow. was not true. There, um, were, there were bears everywhere. <laughs> it you was smelled, probably you about smelled, 30... so you smelled like salt and sauce. It was very dangerous. Yeah. It was probably about 35 degrees in there, which is almost perfect. Wow. Because you, you just don't overheat. Mm-hmm. Celsius. Um, just kidding. Yeah. Uh, so then the idea was just to finish crust until the end. And then if I had to just like smash as much as I could in right before the finish, if I couldn't make it. But then the crust started going fine until I started getting those cramps. So then I decided to just smash it then which was about a turn and a half before the end. I was done with pizza. That's nuts. How did you feel afterwards? For Hungry? like a half hour, half hour, I felt pretty gross. <laughs> like my wife wanted to go candle shopping or something. I can't remember. Oh, no. And I was like, I'm just going to need a few minutes. So just sat in a really hot iodine salt bath. Um. That sounds yeah, and like then the I, last, that sounds like the, wait, hold on. What is a hot iodine salt bath? <laughs> that sounds like something that needs an acronym. Like Epsom salt, um, right? Yeah, Epsom salt. Oh, okay. And yeah, then okay. I run iodine because I just always got cuts all over me. Uh, since okay. I got, especially since I got the rollers. Um, <laughs> Did you do this on rollers? All, oh, no. Good God, I, no. Imagine. <laughs> I, I would <laughs> no, love it. I, I would have watched that for sure. Um, I think, yeah, it, it, it went really well. I think and that's a good I felt segue. Fine. Yeah, it's because suffering. We can talk about, yeah. So you had, you had a pretty, uh, interesting comment there where you said, I started getting cramping. So then I just decided to push even harder. <laughs> so, <could laughs> you, cause that's, that, that's an interesting thing where I I've worked with hundreds of athletes over my career and you are for sure one of the top in terms of being able to do that and being able to really just like, Hey, this really hurts, but it's okay. I'm just going to keep pushing harder and harder. And you have the great ability to really suffer. That's kind of what it is. Well, so, and that's probably, and that's probably a good point. That. That's probably a good point for us to make a clarity. You know, anyone listening here, who's not vaguely familiar with who Jason is, you're going, well, why is this Yahoo just talking about eating pizza, like a Nimrod on this podcast? <laughs> but the thing is, is of everyone I know, and I, like Shane just said, I don't know anyone who knows how to take pain and swallow it and continue to go and suffer on a bike like mm-hmm. Jason. That's why he's on here. Cause it's, it's almost superhuman and he's going to be self-effacing right now and go, no, 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 no. But no, it's incredible. 
Um, and so I think that's an amazing segue to the dark place and to talk about how you do that, what that looks like, what's it feel like, um, what goes through your mind when you go into the dark place. Cause you know, the dark place for, and I'll, I'd love for you to describe what it feels like for you, but it's that point at which you want it's, it's, it's uh, a two pronged thing because it's the point where you want to stop the most, but it's also the place that's most productive to get stronger at the exact same time. So, yes. And it's where I like to live. It's where you like to live. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your secret, man? Tell us, tell us how we become like you. Uh, anyone can do it. I mean, um, you just have to really, really want it. Uh, I, I think I've talked about this with my wife, you know, finding this sport so late in life. But the truth is I've been trained to be an indoor cyclist since the day I was born. It's just small community sports where, you know, you just, you ran so many extra sprints just so the coach might slap you on the butt and say, good job. Mm-hmm. Like it was just these, these huge efforts for these tiny rewards, but they just meant so much to you. Hmm. Uh, and so it, it, in, in small town sports, you didn't only know like people from your school, you knew the hurdler from three towns over because you've been racing against him for six years. Um, and so you learned to suffer imagining how good that one day will be. And I think that's what, what I really am good at is, is focusing on why I'm hurting today. So you employ visualization. So you, you visualize yourself, you know, on Alp to pizza, just cause we've been talking about this. You visualize yourself on Alp to pizza sure. suffering and in training that allows you to push through to that next level. Yeah, because I think it was, I can't remember if it was you earlier, Shane, in my training or how I figured it out, but it, it ended up being that I wanted to hit all my PRs and have my worst days on my training days. So when events came, that was my easiest, funnest day of the week. And I'm just throwing people into a hurt locker. Yeah. And I, I like the thought of being physically superior over somebody and um, and what an ego that's so horrible to say, but that's how I was also trained with track and field. Sure. And then with the military, sure. everything is trained about being like me against you. Sure. My, how, how much have I been willing to give up to win here? It I just, I strive off that. I, that's also a controlled dark place where, since I was wounded and I do battle with PTSD, being in a different dark place is what my mind naturally wants to do. So the sure. biking is a, a less dark place hmm. that I can control my time in and I can decide when to leave and when to enter. Yeah, I've always thought that we've talked about this thought too, uh, is like kind of pain heals pain. In Absolutely. A way. So I think endurance athletes, at least in my opinion, tend to have kind of a twisted background, whether that's through um, family, childhood, uh, life experiences, whatever it may be. And they tend to turn to endurance sport because they're painful. Yeah. You I've kind of had the same way. 
I won't get into my problems here, but yeah, I mean, endurance sports helps me and they still help me to this day with my daughter and all the stuff she has going on. So they definitely help me kind yeah. of like heal or get over or like at least uh, accept the fact that, you know, life may not have turned out the way I wanted it to, but that's okay. And I think Chris has his stories. Ken has his stories. Mm -hmm. Everybody has their stories. Think of why they do endurance sport. So I, I agree with that 100%. And I also like too. I think you know you you train hard to race easy. That's kind of the the a pretty common saying. So if you can make your training really difficult, really hard, then your race days are easy. So train hard and race easy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, those are all really good T-shirts. Pain heals. Pain. Train hard. <laughs> race easy. I would wear all of those shirts or get those tattoos. I have them tattooed uh, all my body. I, uh, <laughs> no, I don't. Those yeah, are. I have yeah. the least tattoos of everyone on this call, and I'm a little me insecure too. about it. <laughs> Jason has more than me. I have a lot. Jason has more than me. I'm very embarrassed. Yeah, waist, waist to neck to wrist to knuckles is completely covered. Do you yeah, mean I, well, I on have. Your legs? Uh, well, I mean, if that's impressive, no, I have. Nothing on the legs. I have one tattoo. <laughs> You have one tattoo? Just one. It's very embarrassing. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> the state of Kansas, right? Yeah. My level of tattoo is no tattoo compared to half the level of either of you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. So well, I, I've done I appreciate 30. You. What do you think? What did you say? I said we've done 30. 30 minutes. That's, I, I think that's good. I mean, I, you know, the, the goal of this podcast is just to kind of open the door into the world of real dads and real cyclists and people who are just trying to, I mean, you know, keep pedaling. Yeah. Uh, and so I, th I think we've done that. I, I don't think we need to tie this into a neat little bow and say, here's how you suffer, do it like this. I think that even just the mere fact that there's other people out there suffering and trying hard and that there's purpose in the suffering, um, whether it's helping you engage difficulty or helping keep the difficulty at bay. I think it's nice to know that you're not alone um, and that there's, there's a uh, value in trying to figure out how to continue to endure. And that's kind of what I, we wanted to talk I think, about. I think Zwift has a very special ability to train your mind to getting into a dark place that is self-created even better than the outside world. Cause anybody who's raced on Zwift finds out really quick. Oh, if I would have just held on for seven more seconds, because you really cannot see that that other person beside you, uh -huh. is literally dying and you're trying to maybe contemplate like, oh, should I save some power or not? But literally, if you just put in four more seconds of work, he's shelled and he's yep. gone. Well, you can't see that. So Zwift constantly just puts you in this position of like, oh, I cannot do this any longer, but I must because everyone else is in the same spot, I think. Mm -hmm. And so... <laughs> So it's just a place where you just 100% just let your vision go, get, get into pain and enjoy it for as long as you possibly can. <laughs> what was that? Are your children okay? <laughs> That's my youngest daughter who's four. Okay, good. <laughs> going, going to the potty. <laughs> I, when I, when I, I also scream when I pee, so it's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's she's getting ready. It's about time to get on the bike and do some running. Cool. Okay. Well, we we'll end it. it. We'll end it there. Thanks, Jason, for uh, giving us some of your time and for people who want someone 
encouraging and depressing to follow at the same time on Zwift as you, <laughs> you should find Jason, because he will encourage you to oh, ride no. harder. He will encourage you to ride harder and then also make you go, oh, God, tear your legs off at the same suck. time. Yeah, I'll text, uh, you know, I'll text, I'll text Jason and be like, hey, man, I'm hopping on for an easy ride. Or do you want to jump in on one time? We jumped in on a crit together <laughs> and, and you, you, were, you wrecked me. Nah, no, no, I, but you were, you had just done like a two hour ride. You're like, ah, I'm not racing today. I just finished a workout. Yeah. I'll jump in on a crit and you smoked it. Uh, and it's like, that's, that's what riding with Jason's like. It's like, yep. you know, but, but no zero arrogance. It's not like, well, I just did a, you know, you're not laying anything down. You're like, well, I just did a workout. I guess I'll race. You're like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. It sounds fun. Let's go do it. And then you kill us. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, I could tell a joke about pizza, but it's a little cheesy. Uh, <laughs> I really, I, I was wondering. You, I waited to the very end to get it in. But I very, got it. This is when, when Badger <laughs> listens to this, that's the only thing he's going to think up until this point is I can't believe they didn't do my dad. Cause, cause when, when Ken said he couldn't be on the podcast, the first thing he said is guys, you've got to still do a dad joke. So well, you're Ken. welcome, Ken. That's for you. My friend. <laughs> All right, guys, I'll wrap it. Jason, thank you so much. No, thank you. Yep. All right, bye, this Chris. Absolute pleasure. Yep. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to uh, What's uh, season called? three. Season three of Never Going Pro podcast. Um, as always, we will come back eventually, hopefully not with a year break like we did last time. And we'll <laughs> see you on Zwift right on. Bye, guys.